Good morning. Welcome to With God at Dawn. We can know God when we see that the earth is full of His goodness. Psalms 33, 5 and 6 tell us, He loveth righteousness and judgment. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made, and all the host of them, by the breath of His mouth. From the stars that in their trackless course through space follow from age to age their appointed path down to the minutest atom, the things of nature obey the Creator's will. He who upholds the unnumbered worlds throughout immensity at the same time cares for the wants of the little brown sparrow that sings its humble song without a fear. When men go forth to their daily toil, as when they engage in prayer, when they lie down at night, and when they rise in the morning, when the rich man feasts in his palace, or when the poor man gathers his children about the scanty board, each is tenderly watched by the Heavenly Father. God is constantly employed in upholding and using as his servants the things that he has made, he works through the laws of nature, using them as his instruments. They are not self-acting. Nature in her work testifies to the intelligent presence and active agency of a being who moves in all things according to his will. It is not by inherent power that year by year the earth yields its bounties and continues its march around the sun. The hand of the Infinite One is perpetually at work, guiding this planet. It is God's power, continually exercised, that keeps the earth in position in its rotation. It is God who causes the sun to rise in the heavens. He opens the windows of heaven and gives rain. It is by His power that vegetation is caused to flourish, that every leaf appears, every flower blooms, every fruit develops. What is the word of the Lord and the breath of his mouth by which all the hosts of planets are made? Although we can't clearly know the properties of his power, we can believe his word. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God, but those things that are revealed unto us and to our children, what is revealed? John 1, 1 through 3 tells us, Jesus is the Word of God. It says, In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. We know as we continue to read that the Word is Jesus, who John Baptist came to bear witness of. When we speak, our breath helps to bring the words forth. The breath passes our voice box, which vibrates according to how we use the muscles in our throat. The breath then is needed to speak a word. I realize there's only so far that we can take this comparison as far as speaking of God and his breath. But we might learn something. So, what does the Bible say God's breath is? We know Jesus breathed in Adam's nostrils the breath of life. 
Genesis 2, verse 7 tells us, And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. Man became a living soul. So, by speaking, God created inanimate matter, but when it came to Adam, he got his hands in the clay and formed him. Oh, I can just see him lovingly and smiling and forming him, and then gave him his own breath. Strong's Concordance. There's a few words I'm going to go over. 5397 in the Hebrew Dictionary says, What the original Hebrew mean, meaning of breath used in Genesis 2-7 is, uh, Breathing into Adam. It says, Neshama, a vital breath, wind, divine inspiration, spirit. There are three other Hebrew words used the majority of the time. The first is 7307. It's wind, a violent exhalation, life, and spirit. 7308 says it is the mind and spirit, wind. And 5301, inflate, kindle, blow hard. John 2022 is interesting because it helps us to pull all these together. It says, And when he had said this, he breathed on them, and said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Spirit. Ruach, number 7308. The Hebrew Dictionary says it is the mind, the spirit, the wind. This kind of tells us that the breath of God is the mind of God, which is his spirit, when he speaks a word by his spirit or mind, and intentions he breathes his life force by the breath of his mouth. Let's look at this verse, Genesis 1-2. The Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Which definition would you use for spirit in that one? The Spirit of God. Would you use life, mind, wind, violent exhalation, divine inspiration to kindle or blow hard? It can be more than one thing, maybe, don't you think? Such as using his mind to decide what to say, speaking the word, exhaling life force. I'm only trying it on, okay, so I'll not try to say what it is or how he did it. So let's try another one. Genesis 6, 3. My spirit will not always strive with men, for that he also is flesh, yet his day shall be 120 years. So which definition works? His mind won't always strive with men. His life won't always strive. His intentions won't always strive. You see what I'm doing? You can use any verse you like and perhaps look more deeply into Strong's or Cruden's for definitions to try with these different sentences. Personally, I like the way Cruden's works. You have to read all the verses using a word to get the meaning of what the author's intention is. No, it's time-consuming uh, because Strong's were actually definitions uh, translated by men. And, as we know, that can be flawed. So when we take the Bible and compare all the verses, some, sometimes it seems to work better. But here, let's try this one. Numbers eleven seventeen. God's talking to Moses, and he tells him, I will come down and talk with thee there, and I will take of the Spirit which is upon thee, and put it upon them. Is that mind, intentions, life? I like uh, the word character, but... I would have to go back and search and see if it's one of the definitions. And I'm going to move forward now. 
So let's see, Second Samuel 23, 2 on your own. <laughs> I think you'll find that one interesting. You can look it up, Second Samuel 23, verse 2. Now here's a line from our reading that strikes me as a fitting explanation. What do you think? It says, It is God's power, continually exercised, that keeps the earth in position in its rotation. Wow, it seems to me that God's power is exhibited through his mind, his intentions, his life, and his words. But I have nothing to push. Uh, God bless your study on that subject. It can be kind of divisive with people, but... Um, here, oh, one last thing. If you see John, First John, chapter 1, verse 2, it says there that Jesus is the eternal life that was with the Father and was manifested to us. He calls Jesus the eternal life or the life that was from the Father. I think you might find that interesting. Okay, so here's a warning. Take care, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief. So God warns us against unbelief when he tells us something. All right, but exhort, oh, I promise, I got this promise. Oh, the rest of that verse of the warning, I'm sorry. But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Okay, that was the rest of that warning. Now here's a promise. Hebrews 3, verse 14. We are made partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. Let's hold the beginning of our confidence in God and our belief in him steadfast unto the end and lean on him to guide us in our study and in our understanding. And he would give us of his spirit or his mind or his life or his word or whatever you feel that it is for you. Live out thy life within me O jesus king of kings be thou thyself the answer to all my questionings live out thy life within me in all things have thy way i the transparent medium thy glory display. I like that. We are the transparent medium. Your Heavenly Father, display your glory through us. We lay down self and let you come in fully, that you can be seen by all around us. Flow out from us, Father, fill us full. I and those who are here with me today, fill them so full with thy spirit, with thy life, thy mind, thy intentions, thy creative power, thy goodness, thy character, that everyone around can just feel the love and the joy and the peace and the power of your presence. Thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Please join me tomorrow, my friend. We could have a little study together and prayer. God bless your day.